and we are broadcasting from the furthest reaches of space. Welcome to Trivia Escape Pod. I'm your host, Julia Sorensen. And I'm Ross White. While we're searching for a hospitable planet, we are broadcasting trivia across the galaxy. And we're going to be asking trivia questions in four rounds to test your knowledge and occasionally your creative thinking. Trivia, yeah, Escape Pod, get your game on, get paid. Hey, now, Trivia Escape Pod, get your game on. <laughs> Uh, escape and all that glitters is gold <laughs> only escape pods break the mold julia he's back <laughs> i'm he's so back. glad oh my gosh people who've been listening to the podcast for a little while recognize that as the musical stylings of dr spin dr spin <laughs> what an intergalactic icon <laughs> He, he is thus far the only person to send us some intro music from Earth. And what music it is. I feel confident that that is not going to be our permanent theme song. So, friends, if you've got any music at all that you can... Uh, that you can send us and keep us from having to use Dr. Spin's songs as our theme songs. Or pay royalties to any other music. <laughs> oh my god, we would love that. Julia and I are just out of our stasis beds. Uh, engineer Rachel is below decks, and she has pranked me again this week. What'd she do? Oh god. She, when I woke up, there was a post-it note on the outside of my stasis pod, and it said... You now have a cold. And I do. I have a little bit of a cold. No. Yeah. Germs in space are the worst. The thing is, I was perfectly healthy. And then I went into that hermetically sealed environment. And of course, she introduced the vi the rhinovirus right in there with me. Did she just like put it in the air duct type thing in the air filter? Like she just injected it in? We are totally unconscious for six days of the week. So I have no idea what it is that she did to me. Good, he has no idea it was me. Uh, I mean. <laughs> you know, I can hear you when you talk. Never. What? <laughs> like putting my hand over my mouth. This makes it private, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. What's, what's good this week, Julia? Um, Just having a good week. I went to a restorative yoga class recently. And uh, Ross, this thing is just adult nap time. Like you just lay in like one or two positions for 50 minutes. The lights are dimmed. You literally have blankets and pillows. It's just nap time. You basically described my getting busy with my wife time. <laughs> one or two pillows, just lay in one position for, it's not 50 minutes, I won't lie. <laughs> uh, that actually sounds torturous because we are, of course, in stasis six days a week. Yeah, I sit so. around enough. I was like, okay, I wanted to like move around, do stuff. I was like, oh, people are actually falling asleep around me. It's better that than power yoga where... You're like, oh my god, I'm stretching until this hurts, and then they come and they like press down on your back, and you're just like, oh dear lord, <laughs> why are why is there a stranger with their hands on me? They do get very touchy. They get I, very very touchy. I don't want to be touched when I'm sweaty. <laughs> Which uh, is that also your yeah, adult time? <laughs> I, I saw it in your eyes as soon as I said aloud that this is yeah. You know, well, anyway, <laughs> I am totally obsessed this week. With I have what? a brand new obsession. I have been following Endless Jeopardy on Twitter. Really? Which is basically a bot that puts up like the, the blue and white Jeopardy style cards mm -hmm. and asks you to come up with the, the correct answer. But the cards are sort of nonsensical. Because it, it's made by a bot? Because it's made by a bot. And then 
everybody answers and then you sort of like the answers that you think are best, like with a little heart icon mm -hmm. and whoever has the most hearts, the bot at the end of 15 minutes is like, you, this is the correct answer for a thousand dollars. And oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's really great because there are some uh, really terrible puns <laughs> that happen as a result of this thing. Good. So yeah, I enjoy the heck out of that. I will definitely check that out. That sounds exciting. Uh, yeah, it, it is. It's super exciting. Julia, we've got something on radar. Yeah, it looks like someone else is floating through space in another escape pod. Uh, let's perform the boarding maneuver. I will analyze the passenger manifest. Julia, th this is weird. There, it looks like there's two people on this escape pod. Oh my god, it's a double wide escape pod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, open the airlock. <laughs> All right, this is the duo behind Dog-Eared Books in Raleigh, North Carolina, where you can get books for just $1. Let's welcome Stephanie Stegemaller and Caitlin Garland aboard the escape pod. Hey, guys. Hello, universe. <laughs> you two are floating through space together. That's adorable. Yeah. I mean, we are too, technically, but we are also with an asshole cat and We're, a grumpy engineer. We are notably less adorable. Yeah. Well, we've got Hi. a three-legged dog with us. Yeah. 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 River hanging out. Oh. So. Mm -hmm. Well, I noticed that that river did not come through the airlock and that's probably good he did not spock maybe he's our here. engineer he's down yeah. in the yeah <laughs> got it he's running the show does is that is that why your pod just looks like a big tennis ball exactly yeah, <laughs> yes. actually he does his design yes. <laughs> it's amazing that uh, that green felt pops so much in space yeah. oh yeah mm -hmm. all, all the space dogs just uh playing fetch <laughs> <laughs> as we were approaching you julia said that's not a planet Sorry, it's the Star Wars joke. Uh, <laughs> so what does your dog do to prank you? I mean, presumably you spend six days a week in stasis, as people in escape pods often do. And if your dog is your engineer, I'm, I'm sure he's up to no good. Yeah, pretty much all the time, actually. He does a, does a lot of good pranks. Um, yeah. He's, he's three-legged, and so he can come off as very sad and pathetic sometimes, but then gets up and gets into all kinds of mischief when we're out cold. Yeah, we wake up and the place is shit, so... <laughs> you know, we spend the first hour a week just cleaning up the joint, but, you know, we still love him. <laughs> yeah, we've had that happen before in this pod. So tell us a little bit about Dog-Eared Books in Raleigh. How did you end up starting your own business? Well... Um, like story. The story back time on, back on earth yeah we um we we worked for a, a bookstore previous before dog-eared books and uh, with a similar similar model and then once that business went under caitlin and i were like hey let's try this ourselves and we started out of the spare bedroom of her house actually with 200 dollars. and then now we have dog-eared books yeah, uh, in, yeah uh, in raleigh Yep, about, about six months in, in the house, and I was getting tired of having it in my house, and we were growing a lot faster than we were anticipating. And selling so, on Amazon. Selling on well, Amazon. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so um, we decided to take that leap and open up the store, and it's been growing exponentially yeah. since. It's, it's amazing. Two and a half years in this location, so. Can yeah. testify that your store is fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And just for our listeners who are in the Raleigh area back on Earth, how do they find you? So we have a Facebook page with about a little over 9,000 followers now. Uh, it's just dog-eared books. That's It's just kind of got a cute little logo of a dog reading a book. Uh, we we also have an Instagram page. That's dog-eared books NC, like North Carolina. Um, but those are the – Facebook is the biggest place where we do all of our updates and stuff. So Yep. yep. Yeah. And we're off of Atlantic Avenue. Yeah. We're open Friday and Saturday, 10 to 6. Yeah. All the time. Great. $1 yeah. books. Woo. Woo. 
Now, doing $1 books, one assumes that you have some non-traditional titles in stock. Oh, well, I mean, we sell everything. Yeah, sure, oh, sure, yeah. sure. Lines of stuff. Tell us, tell us a little bit about some of the weirdest things that you have found in your book travels, because there are some strange the books out there. There are some weird books out there. Um, we find a lot of, like, not safe for work stuff, which is always... <laughs> <laughs> we, we find a lot of not safe for work stuff, which is always a lot of fun. Um, things are... Uh, a little risque, you know. We'll we'll be digging through a big box of books and yeah, we we had one of just straight like naked black men on the beach, just photographs. Of it was just a photo book of them. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, like <laughs> photography, photography, yeah, lots of butts. Fo- Follow up question: <laughs> yeah. Is that still in stock? Oh, uh, it's sold on Amazon. Yeah, I believe it's gone. Yeah. How how quickly did it take for it to sell? Not, not as long. quick as you thought, <laughs> but, you know. but, but but maybe like a couple of weeks. Yeah, not not a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there are some good ones out there, though. I, I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, Stephanie and Caitlin. So yep. here are the rules for our trivia. Uh, we provided you with a pen and paper, and we're going to ask you some questions. And now um, our intelligence scanners will give you points for each correct answer you get right. Uh, but our AI is also an asshole and has a sense of humor. So in addition to correct answers, you will also get points for answers so wrong that they make us laugh. Uh, so we'll ask all the questions for a round to give the listeners time to think about it, their own answers. And then we'll check in with you to see how you guys did. Sounds good. Yeah, Ready sounds to rumble? Like oh, boy. Yeah, yep. Here we go. Do it. Round one is a general knowledge round. And here's question number one. Which word describes a beam of light or an arm of a starfish? It's a single word that describes both of those. And it is worth 50 points if you can tell us. So do, do we just do that? Yep. Just go ahead. <laughs> just go, go ahead and write your answers. And then we'll check in with you to yep. see how you did. All right. <laughs> Uh, number two. Uh, so this is a four-part question. So it's going to be two A, B, C, and D. So I'm going to give you a clue and the word dirty, and you tell me the other word in the phrase. Two A. This is a Patrick Swayze movie with a famous soundtrack. One of the best soundtracks <laughs> in all of movie history. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Two <laughs> uh, B. Uh, this movie starred Robert De Niro and Zac Efron. And this is not part of the clue, but it didn't have a good soundtrack. <laughs> I would be weird if it did. <laughs> it um, seems like they would have put like very millennial stuff on that soundtrack. Or it would just be Zac Efron. It, or, it'd be like a reboot yeah. of a high school musical. It would, be, it would actually be Dr. Spin covering Zac yes, Efron. Yes, want that. Dr. Spin, if you are listening, there's an idea for you. Yeah, Dr. Spin, give us your own rendition of high school musical. Uh, 2C. This is a game played at some office and family Christmas parties. Or at some office and family Christmas parties. I can read. Sure. I think you said the same thing both you, times. You yeah, but I I, fra- I uh, the, emphasized the differently. Felt yes. Wrong. It felt weird. It felt yeah. wrong. Um 2D. Uh, this cop wanted this cop wanted to ask you a question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you punk? Oh dear. Yeah, that's an old movie. <laughs> Good times, good times. <laughs> All right, Stephanie, Caitlin, question number three. Who are the two members of the rap group Run the Jewels? Oh, God. <laughs> I can see Caitlin is a fan. <laughs> Run the Jewels. All right. She's like, oh, God, I love That's, Run the Jewels. That yes, was not my, the sound she was making. Just my favorite. Just my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, who is your favorite hip-hop group or artist? <laughs> 
you know, I'm going to go with whoever you just said. Oh, run the door. <laughs> yeah, I that's, see. That's how much true. I can. I a true fan. Yeah. She, can't, she can't even speak the name. Uh, what? Okay, so what is your genre of choice if it is not hip hop? Usually like singer-songwriter, pretty basic Troubadour stuff. Yeah. stuff. Troubadour. Yeah. I love that word. <laughs> uh, number four. Who was the first author to become a billionaire based on her book sales? Billionaire with a B? Yep. There's an author who's a billionaire with a B based on book sales? Mm-hmm. Makes me really regret my life choices. Books. Man. <laughs> and she did so with $1 books over at Dogger. <laughs> she sold a billion units. Yes, like, I wish. She's like the McDonald's of <laughs> books over $1 billion served. Number five. I will give you a chapter title from a famous book. You tell me the book. The AI clearly is like, ah, oh, we have booksellers aboard, and it's it's spending all its literary uh, questions on you guys. <laughs> uh oh. Well, let's just say that we've had some guests who are less than literary. Those are the bonus episodes where Spock just <laughs> answers all the questions. His answer to everything is tuna. So, all right. So, I'll give you a chapter title from a famous book. You tell me the book. And it's a three-part question, so I'm okay. going to have three of those. Go ahead and maybe just write down 5A, B, and C. 5A, the chapter title is The Duke and the Dauphin Come Aboard. <laughs> 5B, the chapter title, and this is a short one. The chapter title is The Cullens. Oh, dear. And 5C, What I Saw of the Destruction of Weybridge and Shepperton. Well, that's a tough one. Is that whatever Spock thinks after you leave the restroom and Spock is like, oh, God? <laughs> I don't even know why we had to take it. He poops in a box and you're making fun of me? Jeez. <laughs> Just, I see the destruction. Oh, my goodness. Last question in the round, Stephanie and Caitlin. Which two states have their flagship state universities located in Columbia? Two different states. It's... Here's a hint. It's two different Columbias, in fact. <laughs> but two different states have put big universities there. You got to tell us what they are. The state or the university? Uh, well, you got to tell us. Well, it's pretty much the same thing. I okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. University of the state. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's find out your answers to round one. All right. Number one again. Which word describes a beam of light? Or an arm of a starfish. We're going to start with Stephanie. I went with Ray. That is correct. Caitlin, did Ditto. you also say Ray? I went with Ray? Good. 50 points on that. Question number two I'll give you a clue and the word dirty. You have to tell me the other word in the phrase. Uh, 2A, we're going to start with you, Caitlin. This is a Patrick Swayze movie with a famous soundtrack. This is Dirty Dancing. That is correct. Bingo. All right. 2B, Ooh. this movie starred Robert De Niro and Zach Efron. <laughs> Stephanie, you want to take a shot at this one? <laughs> Oh, gosh. Uh, we're going to go with the Dirty Boys. <laughs> <laughs> that That is not right, but we'll we'll switch over to Caitlin and see if she had the right answer. Um, I went with the Dirty Grandpa. Dirty that's Grandpa. Correct. Oh, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To see, this is a game played at some office and family Christmas parties. Stephanie? Dirty Santa. Dirty Santa is correct. And 2D, this cop wanted to ask you a question. Do I feel lucky? Do well, do you, punk? Uh, oh, we wanted to ask. 
I, man, th- this is not written in English. I see why you stumbled yeah. on this one, Julia. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think this cop wanted you to ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Uh, so, Caitlin, what do you think? I do not feel lucky. I'm going to go with Dirty Donut. It that's, a, that's it. <laughs> the best the best kind of donut. Talk to us a little bit about why Dirty Donuts might be on your <laughs> well, mind. Well, you know, use a cop. Come, I mean. Oh, okay. I see where you're going. Well, Stephanie, let's see if you can pick up the 50 points here. Uh Probably not, but Dirty Sheriff. <laughs> no, the no, answer- that's just the stripper company that I ordered for Ross later this week. <laughs> ah. The correct answer was Dirty Harry. Oh, come oh, on. Geez. Yeah, the old okay. Clint Eastwood character. Mm. I know he hasn't been relevant since he talked to an empty chair some years ago. <laughs> uh, question number three. Who are the two members of the rap group Run the Jewels? Caitlin, I'm not even going to ask you on this one. <laughs> I like her answer, so though. Because... <laughs> And I have, yeah, her answer is creative and fun. All right, let's hear it, Caitlin. Um, I got diamonds and sapphires. Oh, very yeah. nice. Appropriate. Yeah. I, I also have no idea, but I, you know, I, I went with Lil Wayne and Timbaland. <laughs> <laughs> they would be a tremendous group. The correct answer is Killer Mike and LP. Yep, that right. was my second guess, actually. Yeah. I, I thought it probably was. Is, is this was. what Mike and L and Stranger Things are going to be when they grow up? Ooh, maybe. <laughs> uh, number four, who was the first author to become a billionaire based on her book sales? We both know it. Do, we right. both went with J.K. Say it in Eunice. Oh, okay. I was J.K. 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 Right. That is correct. 50 Bingo. points. Number five, Ooh. I'll give you a title from a chapter of a famous book. You tell me the name of the book. 5A, The Duke. And the Dauphin come aboard. What book is that? Um, I went with Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, Caitlin, that is a great guess, but it is not right. Steph, for 50 points, what is it? I went with Moby Dick. Oh, no. <laughs> a little bit closer, actually. That is The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Oh, come on. Wow. That's terrible. Is it? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, go ahead and feel, ask that question. You're passionate about that book. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, I have not read that book. So, um, How did my, you get through high school? It's on the shelves. Maybe I should pick it up yeah, and, and, yeah. and read that. Sometimes. <laughs> 5B, the chapter title is The Cullens. Stephanie, we'll start with you. That's Twilight. That is Twilight, yeah. correct. Yeah. 5C, what I saw of the destruction of Weybridge and Shepperton. This one's crazy hard. You guys are looking at each other like, ah, let's just fucking say anything. Yep. So, Caitlin, we'll give you first stab at it. Um, I went with the Sherlock story. <laughs> the Sherlock. A Sherlock story. And, uh, you know, I, that, that works. Everyone's new favorite detective family, Sherlock. the Sherlock. That actually is not so far off time period-wise, I think. But oh, uh, it's not the correct answer. Stephanie? Oh, well, I'm way off. I, I put 1984. That is <laughs> also not correct. The correct answer was War of the Worlds. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Number six. H.G. Wells. Yeah. Okay. I know some stuff. (laughs) Which two states have their flagship state university located in Columbia? University of South Carolina. Yeah. That's one of them. University of Ohio. Mm. South Carolina is worth 50 points. Caitlin, Ah. can you guess the other one? Uh, No. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Where's another Columbia? I don't don't know. I don't do states. Geography. Just take a guess. 
At Boone, North Carolina, Appalachian State University. <laughs> that is not correct. That is not correct. I love that you were like, it's in Columbia. It's in Boone. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer was Missouri. Oh, okay. oh right. University Columbia, of Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. So, Julia, what is the AI telling us that Stephanie and Caitlin's score is after one round? After round one, the AI is flashing up a nice 350 points. <laughs> Sounds yeah, great. Sounds like a lot. All right, guys, we're going to start get started with round two, which is a dun, 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 friends round. So All right. <laughs> I was going to make a joke off the theme song, but I don't know it well enough to do it. <laughs> Have you heard the uh, the minor version of the, uh, oh, the theme song yeah. that's been going around? Yeah, some dude took the friends theme song and like put it in minor key and it makes like a really dramatic, almost emo ballad. I actually kind of like it's it. It's really intense. I have not heard that. And now I need to go you listen. Need, you do. Maybe yes. maybe when we take a short break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're getting started. Uh, question one. Phoebe Buffay has a twin sister who's kind of evil. What is her twin's name? Her twin ended up being on another show. I don't know that any of the Friends characters uh, like walked onto other shows, but uh, Phoebe's twin made a guest appearance on Mad About You. Wait, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there was like a crossover episode. I think Helen Hunt's character from Mad About You came on to Friends. She did. They, they There's two characters, I think, was, that Was came Paul over. Reiser on yeah, it, Yeah, I think they... I don't know if it was... I, I will block woman. Paul Reiser out of my head at all times. <laughs> there's something about that dude. I'm always just like, oh, I don't want to see him on screen. I feel bad. I'm sure he's like a really nice guy. <laughs> but he appears on a screen and I'm like, well, fuck that. <laughs> Question number two, I will give you a character's first name on Friends. You tell me their last name. It is a four-part question. You can pick up 200 points right here. 2A, Rachel. 2B, Joey. 2C, it's actually a last name shared by two characters, Ross and Monica. And 2D, what is the last name of Gunther? I knew it. <laughs> you knew it was going to be Gunther? I knew it. You saw it building up to that? Yes. <laughs> um, I, I think it's wrong for Rachel. I think it's supposed to be Engineer Rachel. No, that's a different character. Oh. <laughs> the cameo we all need. Number three. Um, what three words give Chandler and many members of the audience chills when he hears his ex-girlfriend <laughs> Janice say them? I think Caitlin has an idea. <laughs> and you, you'll get extra points if you say them in oh, that in voice. In the voice? <laughs> I, I got this. Yeah, she's, she's ready. <laughs> Question number four. Courtney Cox was probably the most famous member of the cast when the show started. She was well known for being in the music video for Dancing in the Dark by which artist? Oh. <gasps> you can even see her, right? Like she's dancing and it's dark. That's how the video goes. Woo. Uh, I, I think I know her best for her uh, performance in Scream. That's what I wrote before he finished. That was after she had already been on Friends. She was famous by the time she was in Scream. Number five. Tell us which famous actors played the following guest stars. And we've got three of these for you. 5A. He played Mike, who was Phoebe's blind date and eventually marries her. And he was on for 18 episodes. Uh, 5B, she plays Charlie, who is dating Joey, but ends up dating Ross for nine episodes. And 5C, he played Monica's childhood dentist and adult boyfriend, Dr. Richard Burke. 
And that was in nine episodes. That whole plot weirded me out that was, so much. That was a little bit creepy, mostly just because he had been, like, if he had been a pediatrician, it would have been like, okay, gross. But, like, as a dentist, that he was in her mouth. Gross. <laughs> yeah, that's where you draw the line. <laughs> that is where I draw the line. So uh, gross. <laughs> number six. What is the name of the cafe where the friends spend a lot of their time hanging out? And I found out that they have opened some of these like all around the country. Yeah, they're doing like little, I think they're, I don't know if they're pop-ups, but they're definitely, well, popping up. <laughs> Question number seven in our friends round. What is the name of the Netflix movie that stars Jennifer Aniston as a former beauty pageant queen? Oh. Now that came out, what, two years ago? Is it that old already? I, I think I so. it was last year. Yeah, maybe it was last year. It was really cute. It was super funny. Really? Oh, I loved that movie. And I am not inclined towards loving the average Jennifer Aniston film. Yeah, I'm not the hugest fan of her. I'm not either. Um, uh -oh. I will admit the hor Horrible Bosses movies where she's like oh. the, mm -hmm. the terrible boss. That's, you know, I think that was the first movie. movie I've ever seen her in, too. That was the only thing I've... That, that really? was my first introduction to her because like, I didn't watch Friends until like last year. Wow, really? she is my girl crush. Like I, oh yeah, she's awesome. Whew. Understood. Number yeah. eight. <laughs> uh, number eight. Most people remember Marcel the monkey quite well, um, but for a while, Joey had two pets. What were their names? Uh, Spock and Spock. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine having two of that cat? That would be the absolute worst. Would they both be dicks, or would one be like a good Spock and then bad Spock? Oh, yeah, no, actually, probably there'd be a good one, and then the bad one would start having a goatee. Because that's how, that's how it works. Like, the good one doesn't have a goatee, but the evil one always has a goatee. I learned that from the Star Trek universe, but it's actually true in so many settings. Now I'm just picturing this cat with, like, a little bit of extra fur on his well, chin. Well, he's, he's jet black, so it would be tough <laughs> <Yeah>. to notice. <laughs> Stephanie and Caitlin, let's find out how you did in our friends round question number one. Phoebe Buffet has a twin sister who's kind of evil. What is that twin's name? Ursula. Ursula. That ding, is ding, correct. Ding. 50 points for you. Uh, number two. So we gave a character's first name and then you have to tell the last name. Uh, first is Rachel. What is Rachel's last name? Green. Green. Yep. I like that they are one voice. They're like the, the Borg here. We are one. Um, uh, what is Joey's last name? Tribbiani. Oh, it's going to scary. Uh, what are, what is Ross and Monica's last name? Yeller. <laughs> but then Monica becomes Bing. Yes. Spoilers. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Spoilers for a 15-year-old show. <laughs> uh, and lastly, what is Gunther's last name? It is Central Perk. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's not correct. <laughs> Stephanie, you want to take a stab? I mean, I went with Smith. It was sort of a trick question. <laughs> He's never given a last oh. name. They never dignify him ever. Okay. However, they do joke because he asks what his last name is and Chandler responds, Central Perk. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. That was a, that was a a hand. All hand right, yeah. Uh, uh, Caitlin, the episode. is it safe to say you've seen this show before? You know, maybe a couple hundred times. <laughs> well then, I'm um, looking forward to hearing the answer to this one. What three words give Chandler and many members of the audience chills when he hears his ex-girlfriend Janice say them? Oh, Stephanie's warming up. She's, <laughs> she's, she's, she's clearing doing some the throat. vocal exercises there. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> 
you just blew my earphones yeah. out. <laughs> well, I think and that's what Janice would have wanted. So. I think so. That's worth 50 points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be my nightmare. Yeah. Oh, I think the laugh was worth another 50 points. Woo! Number four, <laughs> Courtney Cox was probably the most famous member of the cast when the show started. She was known for being in the music video for Dancing in the Dark by which artist? Can can y'all like sing some of that? Just uh, like you don't want to hear us. Uh, sing. <laughs> can we get a little I, bit of I, I don't know enough of this song I, to even do anything with it. I'm having trouble even thinking of the song. DJ honestly. Spin, give us a cover of this song, please. <laughs> So obviously neither one of us knew. Um, no, no, no idea. Dark. Uh, I, uh, I'm making up a tune. <laughs> I don't know. Hello, my honey. Ross, Ross yeah. and his little keyboard. The, the correct answer was Bruce Springsteen. Oh, oh are you oh, kidding God, me? We are not kidding oh, you. Yeah, that should have been an easy one. All right, guys. Number five. So tell us which famous actor played the following guest stars. Uh, 5A, he played Mike, Phoebe's blind date who eventually marries her. I would like to claim this one because I'm terrible with names, but Paul Rudd. Yeah, proud yeah. of you. <laughs> she got that one right away. And uh, I, I think that is just proof that Paul Rudd doesn't age. Oh, not at all. There's oh, not one wrinkle on his face since he was on that yeah, show. Yeah, he looks yeah. younger as Ant-Man than he did when he was on Friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's Benjamin Buttoning. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Actually, I think the thing that keeps him young is that prank he plays on Conan every time he comes on What's the that? show. What? Oh, yeah. my God, you haven't seen that? Like, every time he goes on Conan, he takes a clip from... Uh, like some really stupid alien movie from the 80s and he always like tries to set it up where it's going to be like yeah, I'm not going to play the clip. You know, I've, I've had this, you know, very spiritual transformation. Uh, this is this is wedding video or something. And he plays the same clip every time of like uh, a little kid, like crashing his bike and an alien going like, oh, no. What? <laughs> oh, so many things to YouTube after this. Yeah. 5B, tell us the name of the actress who played Charlie, who dates Joey, but ends up dating Ross. Aisha Tyler? That is yeah, correct. Yeah, nice one. The best voice on Archer, as well as Wait, a talented actress. Is she the lead lady on Archer? Yeah. I never yeah, knew that. Yeah, she's Lana. Lana, that's a character's yeah. name. I did not know that. That's cool. So and, funny. And new host of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Is she? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm a, totally a fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, 5C. He plays Monica's childhood dentist and adult boyfriend, Dr. Richard Burke. Tom Selleck. That is worth 50 points. We are watching Blue Bloods because my wife loves to commit to 13 seasons of a television (laughs) show at a time. And the thing I'm noticing about Tom Selleck is, you know, as you get older, sometimes you put on some pounds, right? Mm. And his face is just getting like wider and wider and wider. (laughs) But weirdly, so is his mustache. (laughs) I swear to God, I think his mustache might be the Bermuda Triangle. That thing is amazing. (laughs) It is pretty impressive. Number six, what is the name of the cafe where the friends spend a lot of their time hanging out? That would be Central Park. That is correct. Number seven, what is the name of the Netflix movie that stars Jennifer Aniston as a former beauty pageant queen? It's Dumpling. That is correct. Yep. 50 points right there. Caitlin came in with that clutch. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you have an answer, Stephanie, or is it just not? No, I mean, I knew the answer, but when she wrote it down, I was like, ah, oh, I stole her answer. Oh, <laughs> So we, we both put dumpling, but she put it first. All right. Uh, lastly, number eight. So most people, most people remember Marcel the monkey quite well, uh, but for a while, Joey had two pets. What were their names? 
Duck and chick. Yeah. Or chicken duck. Chicken duck. <laughs> well, that's worth 100 points right there. Julia, what is the AI telling us that their score is after two rounds? I think we've hit a record and that we're already going light speed because we hit exactly 1,000 points with round two. Hot dog. As yes. listeners know, we usually require about 1,000 points just to power the pod into the furthest reaches of space. So that means any correct answer you get in our next two rounds is going to get us even further. We are still looking for a space cookout. So perhaps. We'll get there and and get a peanut butter shake. Yeah, or we can go real far and find a space Dave and Buster's. Oh, man, what Uh, I wouldn't give. Except skee-ball's really hard with low gravity. Yeah, but it's really, it's a lot more fun because you get the ball in the hole and then the ball floats right out of the (laughs) hole. (laughs) And then just keep like booping it back in and get all the points. Exactly. And that's my 50 minutes with my wife. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Okay, that's the last time I'm making that joke. Oh, wow. In space, no one can hear you scream from bad jokes. (laughs) I think maybe that means it's time for us to take a short break. We'll be right back with more Trivia Escape Pod. Trivia Escape Pod. Get your game on. Get paid. Hey, now Trivia Escape Pod. Get your game on. Uh, Escape. And all that glitters is gold. Only escape pods break the mold. All right, and we are back with our lovely guests from Dog-Eared Books in Raleigh, North Carolina, Caitlin and Stephanie. How are you guys feeling? Feeling good? Pretty good. Pumped. All right, we're going to start with our movie round. And Ross, do you want to do you want to take the lead on the instructions for this round? I sure do. As many of our listeners know, Julia and I love to write screenplays, and in order to come up with ideas for new screenplays, basically we take an existing movie, and we alter the title in some way, then we write a new plot based on our new title. What we've done here is we've taken a famous movie, we've added one word to the title, and then written a new plot. So let me give you a plot, and just as a sample, we'll see if maybe you guys can come up with the name of the movie. It's the name of an existing film where we've added one word. Here's our plot. An aging Bruce Willis reprises his role as tough guy cop John McClane and fights an evil computer hacker as well as his celiac disease. What's the name of that movie, Stephanie? Caitlin, any idea? She's the Die Hard fan. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, So live gluten-free or die hard. There it is. Yeah. So that's uh, that's pretty much what we're going to be doing. And we've got 10 of these bad boys for you. Holy moly. We'll see if the, any of these are movies that you've seen. Julia's got number one for you. Number one. Marky Mark, Charlize Theron, and a band of thieves pull off an elaborate heist at a FedEx Kinko's. Ah, <laughs> uh, heist movies. Can't get enough of them. Also, do Kinko's still exist? I think or is it just fedex stores now is that th- what they're called i think so i think kinko's is not a thing anymore I, yeah maybe so maybe it is just called the fedex store um but it's super useful to think of the kinko's part True, as, as yes. you're coming up with the title of this movie number two james dean and natalie wood star in this 1955 film about suburban teens who are denied the chance to get a warrant because they lack reasonable grounds for it. (laughs) (laughs) 
the AI clearly had fun uh, spitting these out. You know, we like to claim that we wrote them, but it's not true. Our AI does provide all of the questions it's for like, us. It's like that meme of like, we provided a bot with thousands of trivia questions, and this is what it spat out exactly, at us. Exactly, exactly. Um, number three, Alex and his Droog pals cause havoc and a bit of old ultraviolence but end up getting plenty of vitamin C with this fresh squeezed drink. It's clear to me, Julia, that you have not seen the source movie. <laughs> nope. It's it's a bit of the old ultraviolence. See, yeah. uh, my my <laughs> I read it as ultraviolet, as in like UV rays, and I'm like, that doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Let's let's do that one one more time. Uh just so that Caitlin and Stephanie have a chance please, to hear it. Please they're, they're looking at it. No, they're looking at us like it's not gonna help us. I don't know that it's gonna help us anyway. Yeah. Alex and his droog pals cause havoc with a bit of the old ultraviolence and end up getting plenty of vitamin C from this fresh squeezed drink. Number four. Number four, a serial killer stalks teens at a summer camp, but he does so because he can wear khakis, no tie, and tennis shoes at the end of his work week. Aw, that's so sweet. It's an office joke. <laughs> I mean, not the off, not the television show, just office culture. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> Are we going too fast? No, I just don't. <laughs> uh, number five, Kevin Costner stars as a Union Army lieutenant who travels to Lakota country and meets Fred Astaire, Gregory Hines, and Bill Bojangles Robinson. <laughs> that's a that's a surefire Oscar winner right there. So one of my one of my favorite bands, their most famous song is called Fred Astaire. And I, I truly didn't know who that was oh, yeah. until this very moment. Fair enough. I think I think all three of those people are practitioners of an art form that you just don't see on stage quite as much as you used to. <laughs> all right. Number six. Children travel to Narnia, but end up at a Super Bowl halftime performance with Janet Jackson. Oh. <laughs> number seven. <laughs> I like that one. I like oh, this is a good one. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Number oh, the light just lit in Caitlin's face. I'm like, I got it. I'm totally cheating. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Your scores are combined, so it's it's to you're not cheating. Number six so far. <laughs> <Right. Yes. laughs> Nailed it. Uh, number seven. A high school wise guy is pursued by his redheaded principal when he's determined not to go to school. And to spend 24 hours without using smack, junk, the white horse. Yeah. <laughs> I got one, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Number eight. Feathers fly when an unarmed narrator meets a man. An unnamed narrator. <laughs> unarmed. But I can't read for shit today. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Feathers fly when an unnamed narrator meets a man named Tyler Durden and they begin to beat each other up with betting. <laughs> That's B-E-D-D-I-N-G, not, uh, not gambling. Right. Yeah. Number nine, <laughs> Frodo Baggins leads a bunch of hobbits on a quest to order the second most popular side item on the Burger King menu. Yeah. <laughs> Kim's like, yeah, Burger King. 
<laughs> uh, number 10. Harley Quinn, Deadshot, and Captain Boomerang post selfies of their night out, having achieved some pretty cool stuff in their friend group. Can you repeat that? <laughs> yes, I can. Uh, Harley Quinn, Deadshot, no. and Captain Boomerang post selfies of their night out, having achieved some pretty cool stuff in their friend group. Oh, man. All right. So let's go ahead and find out how you did from oh, from your responses. Let's, let's face this unarmed narrator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from your responses, I'm guessing that you do not feel confident about the first few. We'll just we'll bust right through them. <laughs> Number one, Marky Mark, Charlize Theron, and a band of thieves pull off an elaborate heist at a FedEx Kinko's. The Isn't it Bad Max? Bunch? The movie? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bad Max. Bad Max and the Funky Bunch is the <laughs> correct answer. <laughs> My favorite Tom Hardy movie. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer there was the Italian print job. Oh, oh. way off. That's all right. You had to be thinking of the Italian job, uh -huh, and uh -huh. very few people are in the year 2019. <laughs> uh, number two, James Dean and Natalie Wood star in this 1955 film about a suburban teens who are denied the chance to get a warrant because they lack reasonable grounds for it. Crickets. <laughs> Just crickets. <laughs> the only one I could think of was that's Pleasantville. The black, but I don't. That's not right. Uh, we're, we were looking for Rebel without a probable cause. Oh, okay. Wow, that's good. We need to watch some more movies. Mm -hmm. Number three uh, Alex and his Droog pals <laughs> cause havoc and a bit of the old ultra violence, but end up getting plenty of vitamin C with this fresh squeezed drink. Sorry, I think you mean ultraviolet. <laughs> I did, I did, I did. Um, so instead of Orange Julius, I went Orange Goonies. <laughs> Vitamins, I could not think of I anything. I kind of love that. The correct answer was a clockwork orange oh, juice. God. Oh, that is a strange movie. Mm -hmm. I've, I've still never seen that. I feel like I need to experience um, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number four. A serial killer stalks teens at the end at a summer camp, but he does so because he can wear khakis, no tie, and tennis shoes at the end of his work week. This is a horror film, right? Mm -hmm. Is it like Scream, scream Vacation? <laughs> scream. <laughs> National Lampoon Scream Vacation. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we're looking for Casual Friday the 13th. Oh, Friday the 13th. that's a good one. Yep. Number five, Kevin Costner stars as a Union Army lieutenant who travels to Lakota country and meets Fred Astaire, Gregory Hines, and Bill Bojangles Robinson. Oh, it's Dances with Wolves, but what's right? What else is in it? Dan oh, Dan Tap Dances with Wolves. Holy tap Dances yeah. with Wolves is correct. That is awesome. Very nicely done. Number six, children travel to Narnia, but end up at a Super Bowl halftime performance with Janet Jackson. The lion, which the witch in the wardrobe malfunctions. <laughs> Excellently done. Uh, number seven, a high school wise guy is pursued by his redhead principal when he's determined to not go to school and to spend 24 hours without using smack junk, the white horse. That would be Ferris Bueller's day off of drugs. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Uh I think the our our note said Ferris Bueller's day off heroin, but you know oh, okay. Ferris Bueller's day off okay. drugs okay. exactly the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. We don't know the the yeah, lingo for all heroin. Heroin. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number 8. 
feathers fly when an unnamed and unarmed <laughs> narrator meets a man named Tyler Durden, and they begin to beat each other up with bedding. Tyler Durden, that sounds so familiar. Something about pillow fighting, fighting, oh, pulp, big, big birds, all I guess. Pulp fight, big fiction birds. fighting, fight club, fight pillow, fill, fight pillow fight club. Pillow yeah! fight. Yeah! Well, I love just watching your brain work. (laughs) Uh, Number nine, Frodo Baggins leads a bunch of hobbits on a quest to order the second most popular side item off the Burger King menu. Okay, so I I had it, but I didn't have it. She actually has it the the right way. (laughs) The Fellowship of the Onion Ring. Yes. How did you have it, Caitlin? I just said Lord of the Onion Ring. I would have taken either. Either of those are acceptable, so you're fine. Number 10, Harley Quinn. Deadshot and Captain Boomerang post selfies of their night out having achieved some pretty cool stuff in their friend group. That's a superhero movie. Isn't yeah, it? I just said Joker selfies. I don't oh, know. I like that. But that I, don't, I, don't, oh, I like that. That's nice. That, Good that right? job, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer was Suicide Squad Goals. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't think of the name. I even saw that in theaters. Wow. Okay. I did not. Oh, boy. But you did get some points in that round after what you thought was a terrible start. You ended up having some of the ones that you didn't think you had. Nice. Julia, what is the AI telling you they've uh, got for their score? Your score is reading as 1250. Right. You guys are moving on real nice. Not bad at all. Friends, we've got time for one more trivia question, and it is a top 10 question. Mm. We're going to give you a little time to think this one over. But tell us, which U.S. state capitals are the most populous state capitals in the United States. We're looking not just at the city proper, but the the metro area. And this is based on the 2010 census. So does this mean that... uh... Boone in Colombia does not count. Yes, Boone. Well, I, Boone the Colombia that's in Boone. Get Columbia right. in Boone. Yes. That's a bad answer. The Columbia that's in South Carolina. Who knows? Who knows? Is that the capital of South Carolina? I don't know. I think it is. Anybody? Anybody? The capital oh, of what now? Is is Columbia the yes, capital of is. South Carolina? It is. Yeah. Is it also the capital of Missouri? It is not. No. Okay. I don't know. I Missouri totally is, yes, is Jefferson City. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. We've got a player here. All right. Yeah, so we need the her. 10 most populous capitals. They're going to oh, confer okay. on that for just a minute. Um, so, Julia. Yes. <laughs> I want to talk about this unarmed narrative. <laughs> <laughs> I just really thought he was like defenseless. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe maybe he's just he doesn't need the armor. He can hold himself in the pillow fight club. Wait, you know arms and armor are different, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing a lot of fire emblem, so I just think armor. What is I don't know what fire emblem is. Um it's a strategy army tactics game, like a it's like is it an RPG type thing where you uh send out different troops and battalions and you can assign different classes to the characters and i have like heavy armor dudes so i just think armor is it oh is it a mobile game uh no it's on the switch and i am very obsessed with this game right now uh because there are like three different paths you can choose to go down and each path is literally like a different game Uh. it's they <laughs> they're they're like really working on this one. They are like, consorting. I know, right? But they're doing so almost Ooh. entirely nonverbal. It's just oh you ah! <laughs> They have not yet said the name of a city. They're just kind of communicating with a, a series a of series of grunts. Yeah. 
This is this is the language that friends use, clearly. You know, you can tell they're tight when they don't even have to say the name of the capital. They just kinda go, Oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, I feel like I feel like we just make noises we wake up from stairs like, ah. <laughs> that is true. That's how I felt like I sounded this week when I woke up with this freaking cold. That sucks. Yeah. Um, so I will say while we took our short break, Spock came up from his through his little cat door uh-huh. and he performed the friends theme song in a minor key for me. And how'd that go? Was it was it him speaking English or was yeah, it like you know, he's he he talks sometimes. Um I just like him meowing in minor key. Yeah, no, he was he was singing it and it was uh, it was pretty dramatic. It was haunting. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure he learned that on YouTube. Uh <laughs> so listeners, while they're answering those top ten questions, if you are having a good time and you want to help the show out, please tell a friend about us. And you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or you can visit us at trivia escape pod every week and click on episodes to hear what we're up to we spend quite a bit of time each week writing these twat questions i can't even yeah and the best way that you can repay that investment of time is let somebody know if you're enjoying the show if you haven't already done so you can follow us online on twitter at trivia escape pod and now let's check in with our guests. Guys, do you have an, uh, some answers for us of what uh, top 10 U.S. state capitals are the most populous? I Yeah, sure. I do. <laughs> sure, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, she provided the states. I provided. <laughs> not, not um, I'm pretty sure number one is Boston. Uh, it's not number one, but it is on, on the there. list. Okay, yeah, okay. Or, order doesn't matter. Okay. If you have it on the paper, right. you get the points. Woo! Boston. Uh, Atlanta. That is number one. Sacramento. Yep. Okay. Number six. All right. How about Nashville? Uh, number 10. Sweet. Phoenix? Mm, yes, number three. Good Ooh. lord. Austin? Yep. Wow. I want to skip that one. Denver? <laughs> uh, yep, number five. Now these last three are... Shots. In Indianapolis. Dark. Yes, that's number eight. Oh my gosh. Salt Lake City? Oh, oh you're on. one that you've gotten wrong so far. And then ah, Columbus. <laughs> yes. Nice. Columbus what? is correct. That's number seven. Oh, my on gosh. I've got nine out of ten of those. So, wow. Uh, I don't know what this you guys is. That was all her. Uh, okay. What's the one that we missed? Um, St. Paul, Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because its metro area also has Minneapolis. But that is uh, pretty impressive to get nine out of ten. That's 900 points in the final Ooh. round. And Julia, what... Are the final well? What is the final score for our guests? Uh, cue space drumroll. Uh, your final <laughs> score is two thousand one hundred and fifty points. Woohoo! Did that we make a... it to cookout? Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, we're gonna make certain. it to like three cookouts. Yes. We're just gonna like bar hop, but with cookouts. Yeah. So, as always, all of our questions were provided by our AI supercomputer. If you think it made a mistake, shoot us an email at triviaescapepod at gmail.com. You can also just use that email address to let us know what's happening on Earth or send us some new theme music. If you've got a great idea for a round or a piece of trivia that you're dying to share, we would love to hear from you. So, again, that email is triviaescapepod at gmail.com. We're always happy to have top 10 questions if you've got one to send us. More royalty free music. (laughs) 
You can also ask one question. This is a round that we do at the end of the show where you can ask a non-trivia question of our guests. We'll offer only one question per week. And Stephanie and Caitlin, this week's question comes from at Layrav on Snapchat. Hey, Layrav. I got to admit, I had forgotten that Snapchat was still a thing. (laughs) And her question is... If everyone in the whole world went to one place and jumped at exactly the same time, how would they get home? <laughs> how would they get home? How would they get home? Because they're all in, and they're all at the same place at the same time. How do they get home? Is this a joke? Yeah, the the okay. they, sounds like she a... really wants to know. So okay. offer all, your if everyone went to Costco. <laughs> Everybody in the whole world. The only building big enough to hold everyone (laughs) in the world. All that warehouse space and and we jumped. How would we get home? We would just go home the way we got to Costco. Right? Because the whole jumping is just coincidental. It does seem like it's sort of superfluous, doesn't it? We're just, we're just going to go jump and then we're going to go home. I mean, this is such a, a, an interesting question. Well, but but Stephanie, I see your mind working. Have you, have, do you have some other solution that you're working out on how people get home? I keep thinking of a Costco in space so that everybody just jumps and it's not really a jump. It's just a float. And then you swim home? I mean, just swim in the space back. I don't. Your understanding of physics is somewhat tortured. It's good that you have that three-legged dog engineer who's keeping you guys moving through space. Oh, yeah. Well, lay rev on Snapchat. I hope you feel like you've gotten a satisfactory answer. I, I actually think Caitlin's 100% right. Like, you would just go home the way you can. Yeah, good, good job. Seems like it would take a few days to get everybody there. Mm-hmm. I don't know which airport everybody's flying into to go to that Costco. Transportation issues, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie, Caitlin, we are running out of oxygen on our pod, so we know that we're going to get you back onto yours, but this is your chance to talk about what you've got coming up, anything you're excited about, or maybe just tell us one more time about the store. Well, actually, now that you bring it up, Caitlin and I also are an author of a children's book that is hitting the shelves hopefully right before Christmas, and it is a picture book about River the Three-Legged Dog. Yep. And uh, a good friend of ours illustrated it. It's yes. Beautifully illustrated. It's it's very exciting. Stephen Minervino, he he illustrated it, and we are having a cover reveal at Dog Eared Books on October nineteenth, which is also coincidentally River's birthday and his sister's Gotcha Day. Yeah. And so it's gonna be we're gonna a have a huge big party. event. Yeah. yeah. Local. Do, do rest- I want to ask what a gotcha day is? Like when you, well, when you adopt a dog. Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. Or when you adopt anybody, it's a it's a adoption wide kind of term. Oh, oh true. I've I only I've only that. seen it used for dogs, but I think that's because all my friends have only adopted dogs. Yeah. So far. Well, yeah. Here here on the pod, gotcha day is basically the day that we wake up and we find out how <laughs> Rachel and Spock have pranked us. Right. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So October nineteenth, mark those calendars. We're yes. super excited. It's gonna be a big day. Yeah. I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> and tell you. us one more time how we can find the store if we're in Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, so we are located off of Atlantic Avenue. Um, we're in a little bit of a warehouse complex. The best way um, to find us and see news is to follow us on Facebook at Dog Eared Books or Instagram um, at Dog Eared Books NC. And also, if you could like River the Three Legged Dog Facebook page, it's sort of a new page, mm-hmm. kind of following our book, the journey of our book, and really adorable pictures of River. Um, that's just River the Three Three Legged Dog on Facebook and on Instagram as well. Yeah. River is like one of the happiest dogs I've ever seen. Oh, my oh God. yeah. He's never had a bad day. I he's gotta... the bestest boy. And he's so <laughs> handsome. 
<laughs> All right. Well, we have got some Trivia Escape Pod live shows coming up. Catch us every Tuesday night at Linda's Bar and Grill at the Down Bar on Franklin Street and Chapel Hill. Those shows are at 8 o'clock. You can usually catch me and or Julia there. What's up? So come on out. Julia, you have anything else coming up this week you want to talk about? Uh, this week, nothing specific. But uh, if you guys just want to help me out on my side business of Tall Sunflower Tarot, uh, you can ask me any questions you may want answered by tarot cards. Or I also sell jewelry that make really nice gifts. So, yeah, if you wanted to help me out on that, I'm Tall Sunflower Tarot on Instagram and Facebook. Stephanie, Caitlin, thank you guys so much for being here. We've had a blast having you on the pod. Thanks for having us. Yeah. And we are going to get you back through the airlock, back to River, so that he can pilot you into another quadrant. And hopefully, you will find a safe planet on which to live forever and ever, a forever home, if you will. <laughs> Thank you. And there they go, their tennis ball. Oh, our pod is throwing their tennis ball. <laughs> and I see some kind of large space creature chasing after that it. Is, That's oh, their no. problem that now. That is their problem. Hopefully they'll get a few light years away before he catches. <laughs> oh, he is really eager. <laughs> Whoa. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for listening to Trivia Escape Pod. Julia and I will be back next week with more guests and, unfortunately, still with Spock. Yes. Yeah. Um, we love you all. Thanks for listening. And uh, stay safe on Earth. Stay safe. <laughs> stay, stay, stay safe. Stay safe and unarmed. <laughs> and unarmed. <laughs>